Welcome to Life Uplifted, a podcast for joy-seeking humans who want to feel more energized and empowered in their lives. In this space, you will receive insights, knowledge, and inspiration to guide you to becoming your healthiest and most uplifted self in body, mind, and soul. I'm your host, Lauren Vanasta. I'm also a mother, entrepreneur, clinical nutritionist, chef, writer, and I believe in uplifting others. It's time to reclaim your energy and well-being because you're not here to feel depleted. You're here to live a life uplifted. Before we begin this episode, I have a question for you. Do you ever feel like you want to eat healthier, maybe do some meal prep for yourself, but you just don't have the mental energy to even think about it or the motivation to get started? I have a solution for you. Fuel Yourself First is a weekly newsletter to help you eat more nourishing foods using easy and healthy meal prep. Think of it as a done-for-you action plan sent to your email inbox every week that you can print out and easily incorporate into your life. It's a simple and straightforward way to stop putting your needs on the back burner and begin fueling yourself first. When you do this, you will experience more energy, better digestion, and feel confident in knowing that you are prioritizing your eating habits. Because living off of snacks and takeout or eating your toddler's leftovers isn't meant for you any longer. It's time to start fueling yourself first. Head on over to fuelyourselffirst.substack.com to join or you can check out the show notes for the link. Protein. It's definitely a buzzword in the health industry right now. Everyone is talking about eating more protein, but how much do you actually know about protein? What it is, what types there are, and how it impacts your body. Today's episode is doing a deep dive on protein so you can make an informed decision for yourself instead of hopping on the latest trend of high-protein diets and organ meats. Educate yourself always. I'm here to help. This is jam-packed, science-based episode, so I'd recommend taking some notes or listening to this more than once for sure. So let's start with the basics. What is protein? Protein is a component of food that is essential for the proper functioning of our bodies. To truly understand protein and how it relates to our health, we must understand how protein works in our body. Remember when you were little and you played with Legos? Well, I want you to think of protein like a Lego house. In order to build that house, you need a certain number and different types of Legos, right? The Lego house represents a protein, and the individual Legos represent amino acids. Each and every protein that we consume in food and proteins in the body are all made up of amino acids. Because proteins are made up of amino acids, our bodies must first break down the protein into each individual amino acid and then build proteins from those amino acids that your body needs. It's actually really cool because there are only 20 amino acids, but the body makes thousands of different proteins to fulfill the body's needs. Different sizes, combinations, and sequences of amino acids make each different protein according to what our body needs at that moment. Okay, so you might be wondering, what are amino acids? Amino acids fall into two categories, essential and non-essential. Essential amino acids must be consumed through the food that you eat because your body does not make them. Your body synthesizes non-essential amino acids so they don't need to be consumed through your diet. Despite the category, all amino acids are important and necessary to build proteins that your body needs. 
What's the difference between complete proteins and incomplete proteins? Complete proteins contain all of the essential amino acids. Incomplete proteins contain some of the essential amino acids, but not all of them or enough of them. Animal-based proteins like meat, eggs, fish, dairy, are all complete proteins. Plant-based proteins like whole grains, legumes, nuts, seeds, leafy greens, are considered incomplete proteins, with the exception of quinoa, spirulina, and soybeans. The good news is that if you eat a variety of foods each day, you will get a wide range of amino acids and will fulfill your amino acid needs as long as you're eating sufficient calories. So let's chat about why protein is important. Protein is necessary for the vital functioning, regulation, and maintenance of our bodies. It builds and repairs tissues like muscles and skin. It also produces antibodies that build our immunity to fight off sickness and disease. There's a reason the body cannot live without food, and protein is vital. The body becomes malnourished when you don't consume enough protein in the diet, and symptoms of protein deficiency can range from sugar cravings, fatigue, muscle loss, dull skin color in the face, weakness, anemia, changes in your hair texture, and in really severe cases, distended abdomens. But before you eat steak for every meal, the opposite is also true. Too much protein isn't good either, especially if it's from an animal-based source. Bone mineral loss, kidney damage, and dangerous free radicals can be associated with a diet too high in protein. But here's the real question. How much protein do you actually need each day? There are many factors related to how much protein a person should consume, but it's based on sex, age, weight, and activity level. On average, protein should make up about 15 to 16% of your total calorie intake. Exceeding 35% of an overall calorie intake could be dangerous for your body. So let's talk some numbers. According to the DRI, which is the Dietary Reference Intake, from the Institute of Medicine of the National Academies Press, these are the daily recommended protein requirements. For an average adult, 0.36 grams per pound of body weight per day. A strength athlete, 0.64 to 0.82 grams per pound of body weight per day. And in an endurance athlete, is 0.54 to 0.64 grams per pound of body weight per day. You can also calculate your own specific protein requirements with the protein calculator on the USDA website. I'll add the link for you in the show notes and then that way you can input all of your info and it'll give you the proper amount for your body. From my professional experience in working with clients, most people are so focused on consuming protein, they eat too much protein and lack other macronutrients in their diet. And that's a major downhill domino effect from there. What your body needs will not be the same as what Stacy at the gym needs. And you don't need to listen to Instagram influencers either. Protein isn't the end-all be-all. It's just not. So let's move on to what type of protein is best. When it comes to how the body was designed, plant-based protein is pretty superior to animal-based protein for a few reasons. The main reason being is that once animal protein is cooked, the proteins become denatured and our bodies have difficulty breaking it down into individual amino acids for digestion. In turn, the body may not be able to utilize all those individual amino acids to build new proteins. Plant-based proteins are readily available for our body to digest and utilize providing much greater benefits than animal-based proteins. Animal-based proteins can also age the body faster 
due to the acidic waste that animal proteins leave in the body. But I want to make one thing very clear. I am not promoting meat alternatives like Beyond Meat or soy-based meats or wheat gluten. The plant-based proteins I'm talking about being superior are naturally occurring in things like beans and plants. And remember, the amino acid thing we talked about earlier? Yeah, all plants have amino acids, so essentially all plants have protein. But no matter where you receive your protein from, it's crucial that you're getting your protein from clean, high-quality sources. If you're eating animal-based protein, look for animals that are hormone-free and on a healthy, natural diet themselves. If you are choosing a plant-based protein, make sure to aim for organic and pesticide-free when possible. So you may be asking yourself, do you eat meat or do you not eat meat? In Dr. Colin T. Campbell's book, The China Study, he studies the relationship between diet and disease and the foods our bodies are scientifically designed to eat. Most people believe our diet is supposed to include meat and other animal products like dairy to be healthy. That's just simply not the case for everybody. With years of research, scientific studies, and data to back it up, Dr. Campbell explains why animal products are not only unnecessary in the diet, but can potentially be really harmful if overly consumed. So what's the problem with meat? GMO feed, hormones, antibiotics, saturated fats, cholesterol, and acidic residue in your GI tract are some of the big ones. I'm not bashing meat at all. I eat it myself. But Americans have made it the main source of calories in their diets recently, and it's simply too much. This is causing kidney damage and rapid aging, not to mention other diseases building up in the body. It's really just a matter of time until it all catches up. And sure enough, down the road, there's going to be something that comes out and saying, oh yeah, that high animal protein diet, we were wrong about that. Here's a new diet. Just like every specific fad diet that happens throughout the decades. Plus, one thing that's different from our ancestors, we aren't foraging in nature all day, physically active 24-7. We have Wi-Fi, radiation, and sedentary lifestyles. It all plays into how foods impact our body internally. So if you choose not to eat meat or you don't eat meat, are plant-based protein sources enough? And yes, they are. They're more than enough. When there's a nutrient composition done on plant-based versus animal-based foods, it's really quite incredible. There's equal amounts of protein, there's way more beta carotene, way more fiber, way more vitamin C, folate, vitamin E, even iron, magnesium, and calcium too. Just those nutrients alone, when you base them calorie to calorie, equal parts, plant-based foods versus animal-based foods, you can see plants are superior. And Plant-based protein sources are loaded with other nutrients as well. Animal-based foods lack fiber, and they're loaded with cholesterol. So let's look at the opposite. Do animal-based foods have nutrients that plant-based foods lack? For the most part, there are four nutrients that animal-based foods have more of. However, when you take a look at those four nutrients, you'll discover that you don't need to eat meat to get them in your diet. Number one is cholesterol. Cholesterol is made naturally by our bodies, making it a non-essential nutrient. Vitamin A. That can be synthesized in our bodies from beta carotene, which you can get from fruits and vegetables. And vitamin A is actually toxic in high amounts. Vitamin D, that's readily made by the body with 15 minutes of sun exposure. So just get outside more. Vitamin B12, microorganisms make it naturally. It's found in the soil and in the intestines of of mammals, including us. If plant-based foods are grown in mineral-rich soil, 
will be in those plant foods and absorbed by our bodies. Now that's in a perfect world. Our food today is often grown in stripped, lifeless soil where no B12 is found. So our bodies don't store enough vitamin B12 for it to be enough. So I usually recommend a high-quality B12 supplement uh, for people that choose to eat plant-based foods and no meat. There's a quote from the book The China Study that I mentioned earlier, which states, The findings from the China study indicate that the lower the percentage of animal-based foods that are consumed, the greater the health benefits, even when that percentage declines from 10% to 0% of calories. My advice is to try to eliminate all animal-based products from your diet, but not obsess over it. So, like I've always said, I'm never going to promote one way of eating for every single person, but I do think informed eating and eating with purpose is very important. Don't obsess over it. Don't be 100% on all the time. 80-20 rule. 80% you focus on eating to heal and promote good health. 20% you need to be able to enjoy yourself and eat for what you need at the time. It shifts and changes and that's okay. So what do you think about protein now? All right, friend, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Life Uplifted. Hop over to the show notes for products and resources mentioned in this episode. Please leave a review, subscribe to the podcast, and share this episode with anyone in your life who would benefit from this information. If you'd like to connect over on Instagram, you can find me at Total Body Nourishment. Until next time, friend, cheers to living a life uplifted. Uplifted.